0: Alright guys, today we're going to be talking about how our willpower is a skill that we can train and how we think about where our attention goes so that we don't have to waste our most important resource. Okay, Your attention and where you spend it is going to be the most important thing to you in your life. So if you give all of your attention to your cell phone, it's going to be the most important thing to you. So we want to think about how we can exercise willpower, really more importantly, not have to exercise willpower, and how we can put systems in place to make the things that are the most important to us completely non-negotiable and uninterruptible. And that's what we're going to be thinking about today, so that later in the afternoons, you don't feel like you're not present or aware. guys. So will as a skill, how do we want to think about this? And one of the big things that I like to try to do is prioritize my day. Okay. So I like to think about it in terms of things that are going to be the most important to me throughout that day. And that should kind of go together with the non-negotiables that we've talked about in the past. And if you guys haven't listened to that podcast, I think it's really, really important to understand what your non-negotiables are so that you can prioritize your day okay, your non-negotiables might be to be home with your family and home for dinner so that you can be present with your family at dinner or for whatever you guys are going to do. Maybe it's going to be to picnic or barbecue or whatever. But what we think about with that is if we have wasted ourselves, if we have worked ourselves to the bone all day long, we haven't expressed the willpower ahead of time to know that we need to set ourselves up for success later in the afternoon, then you're going to show up for your family and you're going to be exhausted and you're not going to be present and you're not going to really be attacking that non-negotiable the way that you had intended to. And so what we have to kind of think about is we have to have the willpower to delegate or to think about taking away the possibility of deciding too much because we've already made the decision ahead of time. And this is where willpower really starts to come in. You have to train this. Okay. So I'm going to give you guys a couple of examples here and you guys can hopefully kind of see exactly what I'm talking about as we go through. So one of the easiest ways to start feeling like you have that massive decision fatigue is when you wake up and you haven't planned or prepped anything throughout your day. So that's going to mean meals, that's going to mean workouts, that's going to mean the important things that you're going to have to do at work or for your kids throughout the day, and you don't necessarily have any real concept of where your priorities are going to lie. Now, some people kind of think it's silly to put you know, working out or what you're going to eat inside of a calendar or inside of a system, but what I think about with that is I want as many things as possible in my life to be things that I don't have to think about. So I've started using Instacart, which is an app on your phone, uh, and I've started using that for my groceries, okay? What that is, is basically it's somebody does your groceries for, it's like Uber for your groceries, right? Somebody does your groceries for you, it costs like 140 bucks for the year, and they drop them off right at your doorstep like an hour later or whenever the time window you pick is, Okay. And one of the reasons why is I can do that on my phone while I'm sitting, you know, in line at Chipotle, or you know, I'm, I'm waking up in the morning and I notice, hey, I used my last egg. I can do it right then, and then that can be delivered to my house later in the afternoon when I'm going to be home, and I don't need to worry about when I'm going to fit in grocery shopping for the day. Okay? And that's a huge one for people because they worry about when they're going to fit it in and then they don't fit it in and then they show up the next night and they don't have dinner ready and they don't have breakfast prepared. So then we're stuck in this bad rut or this bad possibility of having to go out and get fast food and not eating breakfast the next morning. And so again, that's kind of one of these systems I'm trying to put in place where I will never again, this is kind of cool to say, I don't think unless Instacart goes away, I will ever be in the place where I don't have groceries, where I don't have something that I need to eat or want to eat at that moment, that won't exist for me anymore because these people just show up at my house. It's like, I don't even understand how financially it works, but I'm not going to worry about it too much because it's an incredible system for me, okay? So these are one of the things. I wake up, I look at my calendar, I've got the workout pre-planned, I've got my nutrition already dialed in like we talked about before. It's the same breakfast every single day. Then I have my green smoothie. Then I go to Chipotle usually for lunch or BB Bop. Okay, I'm going to do that between 1 and 2.30 p.m. every single day. Then I'm going to come home and I'm either going to do ground beef and sweet potatoes or I'm going to do flank steak and sweet potato chips or I'm going to do rice and chicken. Okay, those are my three dinners pretty much that we go back and forth on. Yes, boring. However, I don't really ever have to think about it. Okay, if I did ground beef and sweet potatoes the night before, that means I've got one of two options when I come home. And usually that's going to be, hey, the flank steak's going bad tomorrow, so let's make sure we eat it. And so that's kind of the system that I've worked in. And now it's just automatic. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to worry about making a decision, okay? And that's what I'm thinking about with everything across the board. As many things as I can to take willpower out of the equation, I'm going to do it, okay? That allows me then for the things that are extremely important in my life, that allows me to have a little bit of juice left in the tank To make those decisions with a clear mind to the best of my ability or to express willpower. To say, I don't want to do that. Or instead of doing this thing that's going to negatively affect my attitude, my income, my health, my wellness, whatever. I'm going to instead take that willpower, train the skill and do the thing that is the right thing over the long term. That helps me get better over the long term and not take that easy quick fix route. Okay, So we were talking about willpower as a skill. And what I'm telling you to do is avoid willpower, right? But that's not necessarily the full equation, okay? What that is, is the willpower that you're training is the willpower to follow your schedule, to follow your plan, okay? If you sit down with Andy or Holly as a nutrition coach and they map out a plan for you, you've now been told the what. You've now been told the system that you have to follow, Your willpower is no longer saying no to chocolate or should I eat this or should I not eat this. That willpower is no longer the skill that you're training. That decision has been made and decided for you. Your willpower is now, can I follow that plan? What are the systems that I can put in place to do that? And that's your willpower. Your willpower is to not fall off of the plan really, okay? So how we train that then, is we put those systems in place and we follow it. And if you guys have ever followed a nutrition plan and you nail the macronutrients and you eat exactly off the food list and you crush it and you do that even just for a day, it feels really, really good, right? You feel very accomplished. It's kind of weird. you like, look at your MyFitnessPal or you look at your app and you're just like, oh shit, like I got a workout in today and I hit my macronutrients perfectly. It feels really good, okay? Or I ate high quality really nutritious vegetables today for every single one of my carbs, right? That feels incredible. It sounds so stupid, but it does. And the reason it does is because you exercised a system, you exercised your willpower to accomplish a task. And the more that you can do that, you know in the back of your head, wow, I made some some maybe tough short-term decisions today. Not the easiest ones, but I know that they're the ones that are gonna get me, you know, set up for the long term. I tell people all the time, I get like a thrill when I'm able to invest like fifty dollars or like a hundred dollars. Like I love being able to take money and put it into my savings account and watch that grow. It sounds so stupid, but like the reason is is I know down the line in the future, that might mean that I can, you know, take a vacation somewhere, you know, that I've always wanted to go. Like Italy or something along those lines. But I know when I do that that is the small step, right? It's it's not buying a new pair of nanos or not buying, you know, the new you know, sexy shoes, whatever they might be, I might be out of it, but um, right, they, <laughs> not buying those and instead taking that $150 and putting it into an investment account. And doing that, it sounds so stupid, but like I do, I get like a thrill out of that because I know that I exercise the willpower to make the tougher short term decisions so that in the long term, that $150 can work for me and maybe become 200 or 220 And that can be now a nice dinner out in Italy with my wife. So when we think about how we are going to exercise that willpower and how we are going to start to put it into place, we first need to understand what our non-negotiables are. So like I said, if you haven't done that before, let's go back to the non-negotiables podcast. Let's follow the homework there. Let's decide two or three that we're really going to follow, right? Or if you guys are coming up, you're going to do the whole life challenge, you know, come to the the seminar on Saturday. We're going to talk about setting one or two non-negotiables, one or two things that we are going to try to create a system. We're going to start to look for the obstacles that stand in our way, of carrying out that system? What are the things that are gonna test our willpower, right? If you're Bobby, it's that purple drink. It's that new, uh, that new uh, BlackBerry Current O2, right, sitting there for you, just tempting you. Now, obviously, that's not like a, a very unhealthy one, but let's say for you, it's maybe you know Dove chocolates. Um, I know that's like uh, my mom and dad's uh, go-to for a while was having these little Dove chocolates, and sure enough, before you know it, you can just eat like six of them. Uh, but you know, whatever it is for you. What are the obstacles that are going to stand in that way? Is it, uh, you know, pumpkin spice lattes? Is it whatever? It might not even be nutrition, okay? So let's say, let's take sleep, for example. Let's say one of your non-negotiables, what you're going to work on is I want to have better, more consistent sleep, okay? A couple of the big things that are going to get in the way of that, stress, screens before bed, right? Temperature, making sure that you have, you know, fully blacked out Uh, bedroom when you're sleeping there's all kinds of little things that can get in the way so let's start taking those and seeing which ones are obstacles that stand in our way and let's address those as quickly as we can let's try to meditate throughout the day so that we can reduce our stress levels so that when we go to bed we actually have a clear mind and we don't sit up and think all night okay Secondly, let's make sure we watch our water intake, you know, an hour to two hours in, in before bed. This is a big one for me. I drink a ton of water. So there'll be nights where I get up and I pee three, four times and that really interrupts your deep sleep. Okay. So I try as much as I can to not have more than, you know, one of these guys, one of the Yetis within like an hour and a half of me going to bed. Okay. If you need to get blackout eye things because your bedroom, you just can't get it dark enough. Those are like four dollars on Amazon. Again, put a system in place. I've got like three of them if you need one, okay? There's all these different things, but take take that in mind, okay? Screens before bed's the big one, right? So let's put a system in place. Let's let's you know find a partner, let's download an app. There's all these things that'll shut down your phone before bed or remove the blue light. But I would rather you just try to think about how can I do something that's gonna be sustainable. So you just set a time you know 9 p.m. be like a be like you treat your 4-year-old at 9 p.m. it's bedtime screens go away you know and you're going to sit there just like your 4-year-old does and you know, well, I don't want to put my cell phone away. I want to sit on Facebook and blah, blah. And you're just, you know, being a little kid, it never really leaves us. It just takes different forms. Um, You know, so then what do you do? You're like, oh, what do I do when I put Facebook away? Well, let's go watch Netflix or let's go watch a TV show. All that stuff, it just hurts your ability to calm your mind and go back to sleep, okay? So that is a huge major benefit that you you can start to implement. And the willpower for you then... That's a huge one, right? The willpower for you in that case is going to be putting the system in place to put the screens away, okay? Your other systems are gonna be simpler, right? Putting on the mask every night, making sure that you meditate throughout the day. Use uh, an app, use Headspace, track it, right? Post about it, put it on Facebook, put it on Instagram, have other people hold you accountable. If you don't have people in your life to hold you accountable, make sure that you, that's what you can use social media for. Hey, I'm just going to post my headspace, uh, accumulated time every single day at the end of the day, right? I'm going to aim for 20 minutes a day. Okay. They have sleep ones that you can follow, but these are the things that you guys want to try to think about, right? Is How do I put it in place? How do I view my obstacles from achieving that non-negotiable for me? Whether it be sleep or nutrition, better relationships. We can talk about that one all day. But then find the obstacles and then figure out a way where you don't have to exercise willpower as much as you possibly can. Okay, so for me, that's just knowing when I wake up, this is my only breakfast option. I only can do eggs and toast in a green smoothie. That's it. We just don't have anything else really that's good for breakfast in our fridge, but it's perfect for me. I love it. And it's automatic. I don't even think about it. That's exactly what I'm having every single day. Okay, take that choice just out of it. Pick one or two dinner options. Take the choice out of it. Make sure that you have some chicken breast. Make sure that you have some beef and just get after it or fish would be better, right? And so try to think about how you can put those things in place to just take the willpower completely out of it. But then we won't always be able to take the willpower out of it. And that's where you have to train that willpower as a skill, okay? But celebrate it. Be proud of the accomplishment of exercising willpower. You only can build willpower through Through practicing, it's a skill like anything else. And so you need to make sure that every time that you practice it, you celebrate it, okay? My dad used to tell me all the time growing up, go outside, dribble only with your left hand and do, you know, 50 left-handed layups and just do that, right? And if you do that every day, you will be successful. And so most days, what I do, I went out there and I chucked up a bunch of long three-pointers and lowered the rim down and tried to dunk through my legs uh, like J.R. Ryder, for those of you guys back in the day watching old school slam dunk contests in the 90s. Um, and that was what I did. So I messed around. I didn't have the willpower to put the system in place that my dad knew was what was going to be best for me as a basketball player. And subsequently, I got to a point where, you know, I relied on talent and how good I was at basketball for a little while. And then, you know, that switch into middle school, high school. Well, those guys who were taking the time to learn how to do a left-handed layup and go left, they were better than me now. And they passed me. And I never really learned how to develop that system until much later in life. And had I followed that advice, it would have worked really well for me. But that's the thing that you have to think about is the hard thing is going out and putting the system in place. He gave me the system. He gave me the golden key to becoming a better basketball player. And then I just didn't follow through on the system. Right? The whole life challenge is going to give you food. It's going to give you habits to follow. You already know what habits you need to change. You know that deep down inside, if I were to ask you, what are the things that you're just not very good at, right? It might be, you know, I'm not very good at telling my wife I love her. I'm not very good at writing thank you notes or showing gratitude. I'm not really good at sleeping. I'm not really good at, you know, eating healthier. I, I just don't drink water, right? That's what I hear all the time, like blows me away. It's like the simplest thing in the world to fix. So think about it. You know it already. What are the obstacles that are standing in your way? And how much willpower does it take to overcome those obstacles? Because the more willpower it's going to take. So if you say, I'm going to fix my nutrition, and then you wake up the next day, and the first thing out of bed, I ask you, what are you going to eat today? And you're like, I don't know. Well, you're screwed. Because every decision you're going to have to make for food is going to require you to exercise full willpower. Right? You're going to have to fight against eating the cookies. You're going to have to fight against having the beer. You're going to have to fight against having you know, a little snack here or there or pizza at the office for lunch or whatever it is. You're going to have to make that decision every single step of the way as opposed to, hey, I meal prepped on Sunday. All my lunches for work are already dialed in. Every single day, I have three eggs and an omelet with some peppers and one piece of toast. And then every night for dinner, we're going to do either sweet potato fries or veggies with meat over top. Like what meat? Well, we have fish tonight. Tomorrow night, we're going to have chicken. The night after that, we're going to do venison. The night after that, we're going to do ground beef. Awesome, right? You had an answer to the question, and now you don't even have to exercise willpower. You know the answer ahead of time. So hopefully that clicks for some of you guys, and hopefully you guys can see now maybe why the things, the habits that you want to change, maybe why the things that you are working on implementing really aren't going your way really aren't making any tangible difference or tangible change because maybe you have too many decisions throughout the day that require you to express willpower and you're just tired of fucking making decisions because that happens. Your brain becomes mush. And once that happens, your decisions, they get bad. There's a reason that happy hour is one of the most long-standing, successful business ideas or bar ideas of all time. Because they know. By the time four o'clock hits, everyone's so damn tired. Everyone's so exhausted. They don't want to make any decisions. And so they're just going to go to the bar and then what do they have? They have like one drink that you get to choose from for happy hour. Maybe appetizers are half off, something like that. Okay, so you get these small choices, and it's not really a choice for most people. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna have the Bud Light and the chicken wings. Okay, um, and so they they take the decision away for you, and people go there, and then they just become mindless and they work to shut their brains off for the rest of the night. And bars have been really capitalizing on that for years, and there's a ton of other nightlife businesses that capitalize it on, capitalize on it as well. And so we try to think about how can we avoid that. And so that late afternoon, we kind of talked about that at the very beginning. This is one of the biggest areas where people really struggle and myself included. And for years, I used to be sitting at the gym in the late afternoon and I just found myself not being present with conversations with people that were really important conversations, stuff that I really needed to help them with. And I just couldn't stay on top of my game. And the reason was, was I had made too many decisions throughout the day. I was tired. I was exhausted. I had to exercise willpower both on relationships and other people, but I also had to do it for the business. I also had to do it for myself because I was trying to compete or push my own physical limits. And I had all these goals and all these things every single day that just required tons and tons of willpower and tons and tons of decisions. And by the end of the day, come 4 or 5 o'clock, I was just not there. And so I started to notice that. I started to become very aware of what that feels like. And so I started to put some systems in place to help that. Right, A lot of days now, I use the mornings to make all of the decisions that are really important for myself, for my life, and for my family, and then for the gym and the future of the gym. Then when it comes time to show up to the gym and I get there sometime, usually between like 11 and 1, once all of my really tough decisions are made, now I'm going to start to work inside of my systems, right? That's when I know I'm going to go and get lunch. I know I'm going to come in, maybe do a team meeting or some coach development with the coaches, and then I'm going to show up and I'm going to work out. And then after that, I've done these things and I'm sort of free, right? The tough part's over. So I have a couple different things. Working out for me resets my mind. It does a good job of that. It rewakes me up. It makes me more alert. So I do better when I work out at the noon or the 3.30 class. So I like to work out in the afternoon so I can be more present for those conversations. But if that's not for you, let's say you maybe have tests, right? Like right now, I know a couple of people who are going to night school, right? And they might have late tests. I also know some people who have meetings at like 7, 8 o'clock at night. Okay, if that's you, what you have to do is you have to find some time for what some people would call a power nap, what some people would call meditation, really just some time to sit in some quiet, you can listen to a meditation app if you want to, but really just to slow down, relax, take the noise away, have 30 minutes or so where there's zero things on your brain, except for just relaxing. Okay, And I think that that's huge. I used to go into my car all the time when I would be in the army. I did it after the army when I was at school. And I'd just pop into West Campus parking lot. I'd park in the very, very back. I'd recline my chair all the way, crank the AC if it was the summer, right? crank the heat if it was the winter. And I would just sit there and just close my eyes and just relax for 30 minutes. And your test is once your mind stops running. Once you stop thinking about stuff or your mind goes to like a dream state where you start to think maybe creatively or stuff starts to go a little weird in your brain, right? Like you're dreaming about, um, you know, like running and jumping off cliffs and flying and things like that. Like, okay, now all those decisions, all that stuff is starting to be reset. My mind is starting to relax, that stuff has a huge tangible benefit to resetting your processes, to resetting your ability to apply decisions and apply willpower and be really effective. And I found that after I woke up in the morning and I had my coffee and stuff, that was always my highest state. So I loved to take tests like that. And I would just be like sweating like crazy because I'd be cramming coffee. My mind would be going nuts and I'd finish the test like a half hour before everybody. Um, But my next best was at like three or four o'clock after I would go out to my car and I would close my eyes and I would relax a little bit, right? And that was always the big thing that I did when I was take, when I went back to law school and I was taking these exams. These exams were eight, nine o'clock at night and you have these big law school exams, right? But what I would do at about five, six o'clock, I would work out at four, right? At five, six o'clock, I would go home and I would just lay in some total silence, shut my eyes I'd play a little music and I would just totally relax until my mind stopped thinking about the test until my mind went somewhere totally fresh and clear and just relaxed. Then when I woke up or I came back to because I don't necessarily think of it as sleeping, then I would go back and I would start to prep. Right? And I wouldn't re—I wouldn't study, I wouldn't stress back out about the test. All I would show up and all the other kids would be cramming and all the other you know, adults would be like running in from work and they'd be like having their books out and freaking out looking over their study guides. At that point for me, it was like the haze in the barn. I'm as relaxed and I'm in a good, clear mental state. And now I'm ready to start moving forward and really go out and crush this test because I know that my mind is back at its most capable point. So cramming at this point does nothing for me. It just creates more noise in my brain. It's going to force me into making decisions on what's actually going to be on the test, what's going to be important, all these things, and you start to freak out. It's kind of the same thing with important meetings. Making sure that you've done your homework, you're prepared, and then when you show up, you just have to be present. You have to be in a good mind state. If you're not there, if you're so unfocused and you're on other things, people are going to notice. Whatever the meeting's going to be, It's not going to go very well because you're not actually there because you never took the time to de-stress yourself from the day. So I want you guys to kind of think about that. And, you know, as you guys are going through this, you know, your homework first is to understand what your non-negotiables are. And those should be adjusting or changing, right? At different times, once you lock in nutrition... Nutrition doesn't necessarily need to be one of those things that you sit there. You like, yeah, I can say nutrition's a non-negotiable for me, but I've got that dialed in. I don't need to worry about that. That sits over here in this little bucket where it's like, cool, not worried about it, right? Um, you know, same thing for me. Like, I love working out. I look forward to that day. I think most people who are probably listening to that podcast, like, yeah, I look forward to that. It's one of the best hours of my day. And for me, sometimes like I let work get in the way. It's like okay, cool. Let's implement a system around that. But for the most part, it's like boom, working out, taken care of. Right? I'm in great shape. I'm in the best shape of my life, and I'm 40 years old. Right? How cool is that to say? Um, so you know, once you guys feel like you have a system in place and you're putting that stuff in. You know, it's like, I know, you know, stiff's going to show up at 530 PM or Amanda's going to show up at 530 PM. Like they do, they do it like every night, right? They're always there. It's a system for them. So I'm not really worried about them, you know, exercising willpower on their drive home. It's like, they had a tough day at work and they're driving home and there's not this big, like, Oh, I think I'll maybe go and work out today. Like I want, I really wanted to, but man, I am so tired. It's like, no, they understand. They know. I'm going to the gym today. I go to the gym today. I go to the gym every day after work. That is my system. There is no other option, right? Nothing gets in the way of that, okay? So once you guys feel like you get to that point, let's reestablish and look at the other things, and let's make sure that we either find some help from somebody who you know has a great relationship, or somebody who is really successful at business, or somebody who is doing really well financially. Let's let's talk to them and see what systems they put in place, and let's learn from that, and let's try to think about you know everyone's using uh, what is it like Acorn or Robinhood or these different apps now. Like if you know some people who are in the same financial situation as you, but they're like saving money, they're investing, they're making some good decisions. Why don't you think about reaching out to them and asking them what system that is? Just like you would reach out to Andy or Holly for nutrition, or you would reach out to you know me or Jenny for competitive advice for CrossFit, like find the expert, ask them what they did to get there and then follow the simplest plan. Ask them, hey, what's the first step that I should put in place to start becoming more financially independent, right? And you might get different answers back or it might just be everybody answers the same. Get yourself out of debt first. Okay. And so think about that, right? Think about those decisions. Think about what are the non negotiables that I've already got in place? And do I have a system that's pretty locked in? Have I been doing really well for like six months or like a year? And if you have been, then awesome. Let's maybe rely on that system a little bit. Let's lean on it, knowing that it's going well. And let's move on to something new. Let's find a new system that we can put in place. Let's find a new habit that we can listen to. Let's double down on our ability to accomplish tasks and put systems in place so we don't have to you know, apply any willpower. It's just automatic. And then let's reapply the willpower that we're kind of saving and let's put that to a new task or a new habit. Because I know a lot of you guys who have been listening, we've been doing the podcast now for like six months, which is crazy to think about. But a lot of you guys have put some really solid systems in place. A lot of you guys are doing a better job with listening to podcasts and maybe reading books. A lot of you guys are doing a better job with nutrition and fitness. A lot of you guys have just gone out of your way to be better with relationships, which is so cool to me. Like, I love that one, right? That's a huge one for me. Some of you guys have paid it forward to a lot of new people or other people. You've gotten them involved with health and fitness. That's like the ultimate gift, right, is... Have I really contributed to somebody else's wellness, somebody else's ability to be with their family, or I've brought their family closer together because, you know, I helped somebody else get in the gym, right? So if you guys have already done that stuff, that's awesome, right? And I'm super proud of you for following along, but let's make sure that we don't, you know, get stagnant. Let's make sure that all that willpower that we're saving because we've put in really good systems that we love that are going really well for us. Now let's, let's evolve. Let's take it to the next level. Let's, let's really advance ourselves. And so I hope that that makes sense for you guys. And you understand kind of those, you know, I really think about decisions, attention. Where is my attention going? What am I giving my attention to? That's my ultimate resource, right? My attention sits there and what I give it to is what is most important to me. Do you give the most attention to your cell phone or do you give it to other people? right? Do you give your most attention to your nutrition or do you give it to Arby's, right? So think about where you give your attention and then willpower, right? Decisions, attention, willpower, okay? So think about those three things. Those are your resources. That's what you can do. That's where your power lies, okay? So you only have a finite amount of energy. You can only make so many good decisions throughout the day before you start making bad ones, Okay. You can only give so much of your attention to each individual thing. So pay attention to that as a resource. And then you can only put so much willpower in place and still be successful. Right. It kind of all ties together. So as you guys are thinking about that, make sure that you are paying attention to those things and make sure that you guys do your best to start moving forward with your habits. Good luck. Thanks guys.